You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Okay, hello everybody. Um, This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority with Healing Matters, the podcast. And today we're going to talk about connective tissue. We're going to talk about fascia. We're going to talk about, it's the most abundant tissue in your body. Um, again, if you were to lay all your body out and you kind of say, well, I thought muscles are the most important or, or most abundant part or my skin or something like that. Well, your skin is a connective tissue, but connective tissue, which is also known as fascia is essentially think about this. Fascia is this, when you've cut meat, it's that thick white fibrous stuff or what they call sinew. Connective tissue is also um, what you would call tendons, ligaments. Um, so think about it this way. Every muscle, every organ, and every bone in your body is all connected together, but it's all individually saran wrapped with this, what's called connective tissue. So that's why we call it the most abundant tissue, meaning if you were to kind of measure everything out, put this on the table, this on the table, this on the table, this actually is the biggest pile. Now, it's the webbing that holds everything together. Uh, fascia connective tissue um, is essentially, uh, like I said, saran wrap. And that, so like say, think about like say your bicep muscle. Your bicep muscle is called the bicep because it has two heads, bi, like a bicycle too. So, but it has, if you were to look at the muscle as like, say, a a muscle, think about it kind of like a hot dog. A hot dog has the fibers in the middle and then it has a skin around it, okay? Now, think about like the muscles inside your arm, inside your arm or inside your leg. You've got a bunch of muscles that are right next to each other. Also, think about like hot dogs, which is the hot dogs in the package are essentially side by side. So if you buy like a package of hot dogs, you got a hot dog that has the meat that has the skin around it. Then that is laying right next to another one. Well, when you have thought out hot dogs, if you were to grab on that package, you could kind of squish it and you kind of move them around. Whereas when it becomes frozen, they all get frozen together as a block. So the whole idea about connected tissue is to hold things together. So because like say in our forearm, you have all of these different muscles, which are kind of muscles are pulleys. Okay. So to make my wrist work, to make it twist and do all this different stuff, those are all muscles that are doing that. Well, those muscles then go down and they are connected in this. They're surrounded by fascia. Okay, connective tissue, and then they go down and they attach to the tendon, which then that's what then taps into the bone. Now the bone too, that's uh, what they call the periosteum. Okay, the bone too is saran wrapped in its own connective tissue. Now also each organ. So let's say your heart, let's say my liver, let's say my kidneys, each one of those have their own bag of this connective tissue, which is then connected to all the other bags. So like I say, think about your forearm as we've got some muscles that go this way, some muscles that come across because to move your arm, to flex your wrist up and down, that uses certain muscles, but to twist your arm, to twist your and then to move your fingers, you've got all of these different muscles that lay right next to each other. They need to be separated from each other, not stuck together. 
um, like pulleys, okay? And so what the connective tissue does is allows everything to be compartmentalized as well as to be separate so it doesn't all move together. And then we have what's called the superficial fascia, which is if you were to kind of look at your last layer of your, your skin, okay? Take your skin off of your body. And then underneath that, you have what's called a superficial fascia, which means it's as if your whole body has been dipped in wax. So you've got this one layer that covers from top to head to bottom, inside out, and then connects to all these other layers. So it's the webbing that holds everything together. And in fact, when you look at fascia under the microscope, it's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a webbing. Muscles have fiber direction. So muscles kind of move, let's say, you know, when you look, let's say, at, let's say a bicep or a quadricep or, or these types of muscles, any muscles, you see that it's made out of these fibers and these fibers move in a particular direction. And that direction is based upon which, what it does. So it's kind of like a rope. Okay. But those fibers are then wrapped with this other connective tissue that has, it's like a webbing, but it's like a webbing on top of a webbing on top of a webbing. And so it has this multi-directional multi type of thing. Now, one of the things that, that I am is I'm a soft tissue specialist. I specialize in working with connective tissue. I am a, a uh, connective tissue specialist in terms of body work, meaning... Um, I am a master in what's called um, myofascial release. Myofascial, myo means muscle. Um, also uh, other connective tissue work, which would be called neuromuscular. And then we get into all these other different types of, of different uh, connective tissue or uh, connective tissue types of work. Feldenkross, we get into, you know, uh, again, it just the list of what I do in terms of my certifications for body work is huge as long as your arm. And I've been doing this for 26 years, but that's what I specialize in. Now, um, why does that need to be worked on? Well, I talk about chiropractors a lot, okay? Chiropractors are great in terms of, and massage therapists and body workers and stuff like that. Now, everybody kind of knows that a chiropractor cracks your bones. Now, it's not really cracking your bones, it's your joints, because your bones, let's say the joints of your, your uh, spine, they fit together, but they're separate bones, right? And so they kind of like fit together like Jenga, right? Okay, with a disc in between. Now, but what connects these is all muscles. And so muscles connect to that because your spine has to move. Now, but what connects also that too is connective tissue. So how did my back get out of place? So let's say going to a chiropractor to get adjusted, right? What created that misalignment where my shoulder's out of place or my neck is out of place or something like that? What created that was the shortening of the connective tissue. It's not the muscle. So the muscles can get into a spasm and move that out, but it's the connective tissue that's doing it. So bad posture is really a connective tissue issue. Um, meaning I've got my head is all, you see these people where like when you're younger, if you look at them, like a perfect neck kind of looks like a military neck almost where your ear is over your shoulder, is over your hip, is over your knee, is over your ankle, all the way down. And it creates a line and that looks like a great, you know, spine. Whereas when you get an older person, you can see their heads dips forwards, what's called forward head posture. Really bad for the neck, really bad for the spine. Well, how did it get there? 
it got there because the connective tissue shortened up and ratcheted down and got tighter and tighter and tighter. Some of the connective tissue disorders would be fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia, in fact, that's what the fibro is referring to is the fibro the connective tissue of the fibric or the, the fibers that connect the muscles that surround the muscles. So, you know, we can get conditions where this gets inflammation and we get inflammation in this connective tissue. Most autoimmune diseases relate to the connective tissue, relate to the fascia. Okay. So you can have it being moved by somebody or even stretching. So what is yoga? Yoga is really stretching your connective because you got to stretch the thing that wraps the thing before you stretch the thing. So we think I'm stretching my muscles. We're not, we're really stretching the connective tissue because what causes a muscle to shorten up and get stuck and, and become you know, um, uh, what you would call in a, a spasm or rock hard when you feel a person's shoulder and there's like, oh my God, your neck is just rock hard or your low back is rock hard. It's this ratcheting down of the connective tissue. And so it's the connective tissue that has to be spread, that has to be. Now, yoga and stretching works in terms of being able to use your own bones to stretch these tissues. However, Many times it doesn't work as well as you would like it to work because um, you can only do what you can do, meaning you can only pull on the muscles. But if it's a connective tissue that's tight, you can't even get to it. So having this outside force, like having someone work on you and stretch you and push on you and twist you, some of the type of connective tissue works that uh, that I do on people and they say it's like, Oh my God, that stuff is the weirdest stuff and it kind of hurts a little bit, but it feels so good when it hurts and it burns a little bit. It's almost like it's a twisting. And so when I'll grab it, you know, like when you, a mother cat grabs onto the baby cat and grabs them by the scruff of the neck, you can grab a person's skin and push on it and then twist it. And when you're twisting it, what you're doing is you can twist it this way and this way. So typically really good connective tissue work is working almost in like a star pattern, which is because it goes, the muscle may go up and down this way, or you have a muscle that goes kind of like a cross. Whereas the connective tissue that wraps it goes in all directions. So you got to go up, down, right, cross, quarter, quarter, you know, so it looks like a star pattern, which is, and so when I'm working on people, that's what it looks like is we're working on to untwist them or twist them um, by moving them. Also using very specific type of bodywork techniques like um, what's called positioning. Meaning I will put a person on the table and I'll stretch your arm, your, your, your hip goes over here and your shoulder goes over here and you twist. And I twist people and I pull on people. I pull on their neck. I pull on their legs. I pull on their arm. Uh, bend your arm behind your back if you, you know, and then open the shoulder up and all this other stuff. And I've, you know, you can look at my, go to my website and see all my testimonials. I mean, I've been doing this for a lot of years and I've had so many people go, I've had people work with me, but I've had nobody work with me like that because that was my real specialization is, is working with the connective tissue. Now, the thing about connective tissue is, is when you're doing myofascial release or these different types of works, it takes 
Sometimes you can do it quickly and sometimes it takes a long time. So let's say, for instance, working in the superficial fascia, what you would normally be, let's say, a stretch that would be, I'm going to stretch your arm or something like that, and maybe 20 seconds to the stretch and then let it go. Connective tissue work in terms of like even this myofascial release, as I push on your back, I can sit there for like two to five minutes and in going starting from, let's say, your low back all the way up to your neck. It can take me two to five minutes to get there because I'm pushing and moving it. And that's, I've had many people, uh, even massage therapists who come and look at the way that I work, which is your table is so low. You know, when people are getting most massages, let's say, you know, um, which would be the fluffy buffy, what I call the fluffy buffy massage, which would be a lot of um, using oil and stuff like that. It's the other thing is when you're getting t connective tissue work, you don't want oil. You don't want to slide across it. You want it to be a pull. So I do it dry. I, I literally will not put any um, type of lubricant or anything like that because I don't want to slide across. I literally want to push on your your skin or push on that joint and then put, put my weight. I lean into it and I put my weight into it and it's literally like a deep, deep pull. And then sometimes I'll have people, while I'm doing this work, I'll have them doing body position in terms of like, now move your neck around. Now move your shoulder around. Now move your leg around. And I'll twist you as we do this. So <clears throat> some of the, one of the biggest things that when people are dealing with pain, pain is normally the tissue that causes the most amount of pain is the connective tissue. And one of the reasons why is because the nerves that grow through, you have nerves that touch everything to make it move and make it give sense. The pain receptors are the most important things to keep open. So you can have a person that, let's say their arm goes numb. You sit on your leg wrong and it goes numb. You can't feel it. But there's a pain there too. So pain is the most important thing to keep up. Now, because the body needs to know if it's in pain because that's you know, it's a dangerous thing and you can kind of damage the body. So the body says it can make things go numb where you, let's say, can't feel temperature, you can't feel light touch, but you for sure can feel pain. Okay. Well, when connective tissue, tissue becomes, when fascia becomes very, very tight and twisted up. Now, when, like, for instance, I've had many people, like when you go to a surgeon, let's say you have to have surgery and they go, you know, let's say a person had shoulder surgery. The doctor will go in and say, I had to remove a lot of adhesions. I had to remove scar tissue. Adhesions and scar tissue are that. It is in the connective tissue. Where are the adhesions? The adhesions are not the muscle that you're adhesing. It's the connective tissue, the scar tissue. So a lot of times you can see it's like, and I've done a fair amount of cadaver workshops in terms of literally cutting up people. And um, you can see that where people have old injuries, the connective tissue becomes all twisted up and gnarled up. So I've seen scar tissue. I've seen adhesions firsthand. And it looks different from normal connective tissue. You can have, let's say, a tear inside the body, and then the body then repairs it by essentially putting glue on it. And that's what can, an adhesion can look like, is glue. It's all glued together. And then when these adhesions go on long enough, so this is also one of the leading causes for arthritis. When you really see arthritis inside a joint, it's adhesions. Um, whereas, and I remember I talked about, 
in the past, which is there's a lot of linkages in it, um, arthritis with uh, infection, viral infection, um, especially rheumatoid arthritis, these types of things, the swelling of the joints. Well, why is the infection locked in there? It gets locked in there. So the bacteria, the viruses, they get locked inside the joints and they irritate the joints. And then your body's immune system goes in there to try and kill it and clean it out. But it can't really get in there. Why can't it get in there? Because the connective tissue of your joints that wrap the joints, especially fingers and elbows and knees and stuff like that. If you see it, it's this webbing that kind of wraps around it. And when adhesions really grow in this area, they will seal in all kinds of toxic juices, including viruses and things like that. So one of the great things that where people do have arthritis, they kind of go, wow, this really helps me an awful lot. It, I feel a lot, lot better with this is um, uh, the massage, the connective tissue work by twisting it and pumping it and moving it, what we can do is we can break up adhesions. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, ironing, okay? If you think about it, so think about, let's say you're wearing a wrinkly shirt, okay? How do you get those wrinkles out of it, right? You iron it, but you can also brush it, right? You can also just kind of keep smoothing it out and smoothing out this way and that way and this way and that way. And that's how you get wrinkles out. So that's essentially what adhesions are, connective tissue, is it starts to wrinkle upon itself. Well, you can literally break it apart and get it to release. Now, there's other things that in terms of some of the, the big conditions of connective tissue is, like I said, fibromyalgia is a big one. Another one that is, um, in, you know, when people have sleeping disorders, that's one of the leading causes. It's one of the biggest things that's also related to, well, how did I get fibromyalgia? Okay, how did I get this? We can get into diet and I'll talk to you about that a little bit later. But it's a lot of most fibromyalgia started as a sleeping disorder. Like you can't sleep all the way through the night. And then what happens is, is the connective tissue, when you don't get enough sleep and then over time you don't produce enough adrenaline, the connective tissue gets harder and more adhesed and harder and more adhesed in terms of it just gets stuck. And so, and then, as I said, the nerves go through that. So fibromyalgia, one of the top things about fibromyalgia is people can kind of say, it hurts to wear clothes. Or like, I've had so many people that say, you know, um, like their kid will brush up against them or their or their partner and they go, oh, wow, why'd you hit me? And they go, I didn't hit you. I just brushed up against you. Why is this? It's because if you have, especially fibromyalgia, where the connective tissue is all gnarled up, it's literally pinching on the nerves that go through it. It's twisting up on the nerves. And eventually it starts to die down the nerves. But what still stays open, the signal that still goes is actually pain. So for instance, the body, fibromyalgia, the body is misinterpreting even light touch as pain. So um, there's a lot of dehydration that goes with that. So one of the best things that people can do with how do I treat my, my uh, fibromyalgia or connective tissue disorder or this type of stuff is be hydrated, drink more water, drink water with salt too. We need to have more salt because salt allows, like how do you brine meat? You soak it in a salt water or salt sugar, but mostly a salt water solution, and that makes the meat moist. So your connective tissue can get very dry and brittle, 
And so um, having water with salt, the salt carries the water into the cellular structure, especially of the connective tissue. Um, the other thing that uh, magnesium, magnesium is another great thing. So a lot of people that have a lot of connective tissue issues. Now we talk about magnesium being a muscle relaxant, but it also works on the connective tissue as well too. So by being able to just release it chemically, electrochemically, um, but uh, myofascial work as well as all of these other different techniques. Um, one of the other things that uh, is the phytozymes. The phytozymes are what's called a proteolytic enzyme. And, and so fascia is made out of protein. Every cell in your body, muscles, bones, everything is made out of protein. And so when we get scar tissue, when we get adhesions, when these connective tissues are all tight, you can see sometimes it's extra layers, layers upon layers upon layers. And if we really were to, so it's like saran wrap, all just saran wrapped all together. And it's just all hodgepodge. So by um, going on a proteolytic enzyme on an empty stomach, what it does is it goes into the bloodstream and it will um, dissolve excess protein. It will dissolve that excess tissue. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, say prednisone is one of these like a steroid type of things. And that's how it helps people with pain is because it helps to release the connective tissue. But it doesn't really. It just deadens kind of the nerves. Whereas the proteolytic enzymes dissolves the excess tissue. Now, when you combine that with also body work, with the yoga, with the Epsom salt soaks, with heat, Okay, saunas are really good. Heat, hot baths are really good because so even stretching after the hot bath, stretching after the sauna, stretching in the sauna is a great thing because it warms out that tissue. It's kind of like taffy. You know, you don't just bite down on cold taffy. You'll break your teeth. But if you suck on it for a while, eventually it will then become more pliable and, you know, and then it will be able to move. And so that's the other thing about connective. A lot of times when people have connective tissue problems, they can say their their body is cold. My hands are cold, which we, a lot of people will think, well, that's my adrenals or that's my thyroid. Actually, it can be the connective tissue is so wrapped down so tight that it's pinching on blood vessels. Blood can get there, but it can't get back, right? Or it can't get in there. And so it becomes what's called ischemic, which is it doesn't hold enough blood because it's just ratcheted down. And so stretching and connective tissue work can oftentimes warm up the body, get more blood flow. A lot of times when people have come into, uh, when they come into, uh, see me and I work on them, let's say they have like their, their legs are very, very tight, they're tight, their quad, their knees feel really, really tight and burny. That's that burny feeling. Or let's say that shoulder knot and it burns, ah, it aches. You push on it and you deep, get deep into it and you twist it. And then people go, Wow, I feel this warm sensation. It's almost like, so it's when it's bad, it's like a cold burn. But then when we, we, uh, release it, it's a warmness. You can feel like warm blood flow and warm lymphatic flow because the lymph has to go through there as well, too. So as I said, it's the most abundant tissue. And in terms of if we're dealing with pain, this is the part of the body we really want to deal with. Another thing that's really good dietarily is really good for that is vitamin C. 
Zinc is really good for connective tissue stuff. If you're really tight, vitamin C and zinc, because it helps the, the vitamin C helps to build collagen and, and helps to keep things supple. Um, the zinc also helps to break up adhesions and keep the good flow of this connective tissue. Um, uh, there was one other thing I can't remember. Um, there's a number of different things that we can do for connective tissue, a dietary. Oh, I remember bone broth. Okay. What is bone broth? Bone broth is like a good bone broth is boiled down body parts, especially the joints of, let's say, a cow or a pig or a fish or a chicken or something like that. Chicken soup, really good chicken soup for the soul is really just boiled down chicken or even like the old timey chicken feet is because what you're doing is you're releasing and you're melting this connective tissue and turning it into a liquid. And so when people are trying to heal their connective tissue, getting on bone broth and collagen, you can take separate collagen, but a good bone broth has collagen in it, but it also has this melted down connective tissue. And so what you're, if you ingest it and put it into the body, then the body will fix and will re re replace the bad stuff, the hardened up, yucky, twisted up stuff with good, fresh, soft, supple, and it makes it all soft again. And so the connective tissue work that's combined with these different types of things of taking these supplements, um, working on the diet and stuff like that, especially working on hydration and salt, um, you can get a lot better. And uh, again, when you have people that are dealing with pain, especially long-term pain, the body, it's not just a massage that's like, oh, a massage made me feel better. No, what we're really doing is I'm breaking up adhesions and I'm, I'm literally bringing in blood flow and nutrients and carrying away waste products. So much of, let's say, a sore muscle or sore bones or, or, you know, my neck ache or stuff like that. If you looked inside of it, it's literally starving. It's like it's being twisted up by this connection tissue like an anaconda and it can't breathe your body can't, can't get oxygen it can't get the waste products it's sitting in a soup of let's say um oh um, lactic acid lactic acid is one of the big things that you know people say after i work out my muscles burn well you know people can have where they don't work out and their muscles burn or their body has this this acidy burn type of stuff that's the connective tissue is holding on to it. And so when we do that work and work on it, um, it literally releases it, brings blood, good blood flow. And I can't tell you how many people that have, you know, dealt with lifelong pain. And after a number of sessions with me, they go, and so many people, uh, the very first session, that's why I have so many people come back to me because, you know, I, it, you got to work deep enough. You got to work hard enough. And, and, you know, when people go, well, I get a deep tissue massage and this person really pushes in or what we call trigger point therapy, that's different. And I do that as well too. But see, you have to be able to work very specifically on this connective tissue work. Otherwise, you're just pushing on it. You're not releasing it. And so I've had so many people over the years that said, I've gone to really good people, but you are the best because of this, the way that I work. And especially by combining, you know, you'll get a lot of people that are good massage therapists, but they don't talk to people about, they'll say, okay, go, go home and drink your water and stuff like that. But they won't talk to them about the other supplements. They won't talk to them about some of the other things 
um, dietarily that they can do to work with the body work. And now you're getting there so much faster. You're getting, you know, you're getting the work done for you. And, um, and the relief can come very, very quickly and keep going and going and going. And you should see some of the before and after pictures too of the, you know, one of the, the weird trigger words of what a good, um, a person who is a soft tissue specialist who works on this is what's called a structural integrationist. So what I'm also known as, which is I'm integrating your structure, meaning your posture, how my bones fit together, all of these different things. And if you want to bring your head back on your neck, if you want to, you know, bring your hips back in line, you want to get your knees unknocked and all this other stuff, you got to work on the connective tissue. You got to work deep enough and you got to work in the right directions and all these other things. It's a very, very specific type of work. And, um, I am a, I'm an expert at it. I've been doing this for a long time. I have a lot of chiropractors who don't have the time to do this. And in fact, they've not really, that's not their expertise, but they know it. And so they send me people and say, you work on this for a while and then send them back to me. And, and every time I work on a person that they, they send to me, they go, wow, like I, this would have taken me three months of working them and you got it done in one session. Like every time they come back, they're like, wow, like I can get so much more done with them, meaning I adjust them and now they hold the adjustment or I can get them to move where I couldn't get them to move. So connective tissue is the issue. And it's like I said, it's it's the most abundant uh, uh, tissue in the body and it's where we should put our focus on. Everybody, it's what we're made out of. It's what we're made out of. And, you know, um, it is the thing to really um, work on and work with um, if you want to get older and healthier and, and be stronger and happier and feel better and not as much pain. Um, so connective tissue, fascia is the thing. So this is Jason Eagle. Until next time, bye-bye.